0: How you doing ladies and gents? We've got some reviews to do for the games this week. We're going to start with our Titans and the Eels. Welcome back to NRL Fantasy Analysis. We're going to be rolling through this one here and just mention a few of the, um, the sort of the bets and, and predictions that I had for this game. I expect a little bit more high scoring especially on the Titans side. I thought they'd have a you know one or two more tries in them. I think I predicted like a 30 to 20 type of score so was slightly off on that one. I'd end up being the unders but there's a couple of obviously weird things that happened in terms of you know some late outs in this game with with Moses being yeah you know, taking out the other team just before you know obviously an hour before we didn't really have any idea that he would who uh, he would rest but yeah it makes sense I don't really need to to play him in in this type of game especially when you got guys like Reed Marnie coming back you know him and Gutho can really steal the show and and that's what they did there you can you can see that for sure I also tipped Gutho to score a try but he was too busy just setting them up. Um, I said Reid Marnay would have a pretty solid game, and he did, and got a try, which was awesome. So you know, Guther there with 86, that um, javerade, yeah, was really, really strong across the park and and really showing how he could be that sort of third to fourth you know, highest averaging wing fullback for for the rest of the season. If you own him, might be holding on steady for the entirety of the year. Um, yeah, we were lucky to pick up Reid Marnay in our in our people squad. That was a really uh, lucky one in the end. We were tossing up between him or Ponga yeah when teddy went down as well uh when we found out he was wasn't going to be playing we we're going to be playing with 16 players there and um yeah it was like do we do we play ponger and and uh then meant we'd have to play virals and I I was really adamant about yeah, keeping hold of um of Marne just cuz he's he's been such a, a high scorer all year apart from the you know that game or two where he, where he was injured uh which dropped his average a little bit but um, that worked out really well to get 77 out of him, and in the 70 minutes that he played, got a try, try assist, 40 tackles, five tackle breaks. You can't really uh, yeah, hope for much more in, in a hooking position. That's that's been a bit of a struggler, and as we'll see in the next game with uh, with Benny Hunt not scoring too well either as as one of our decent options this week. So that was um, that was those two, and the biggest the next biggest one there was was Mado, who's in my team. It was really good to see him back in in some really strong form with seven offloads you know, line break, line break assist there and a try. So uh, amazing work from him and very happy that I managed to to hold on steady with him. And he still, you know, didn't play the full 80, but, you know, it would take 72 minutes from him and Nathan Brown, which was really interesting um, to see him get 69 there within his 72 minutes. So will that be something that will continue happening? I'm not exactly sure, but a really good score from him. Also Brian Kelly, you know, back to a decent score. Dylan Brown, I spoke about as a, you know, just being that really solid player. I think he's a little bit, behind the eight ball in terms of the best halves in the game but that was good there uh, in terms of the rest of the game the big news was for Fido really you know getting one try and not just not really getting involved for the, the majority of the game there was a big stretch there 20 odd minutes where he didn't really touch the ball which was really you know a bit of a killer uh, especially for those like myself who captained him uh, he also did get a rest which was interesting so you know 22 minutes on the sideline didn't help his cause but still 45 Better than you know, anyone who captained Ben Hunt or something like that, or you know, um, Ponga, these types of guys. So we'll, we'll take it and he'll be better. Um, we then you know, moved down a little bit further and you got Papali'i as well as, as one of our lowest scorers this week with 41 in 56 minutes. So a bit less this week. Had four missed tackles, no real attacking stats for him, uh, and lower sort of meters gained, which you know, happens from time to time. And, and he's had a really solid close to 80 average the past five rounds, uh, three to five rounds. So we can't really uh, say too much with Papali on that one. Got to wake up, played off the bench 54 minutes, so a little bit less game time than normal. No real attacking stats, so he's someone I still think is a great option going forward. But yeah, obviously, him off the bench wasn't going to be the best option for him in this one. Moving down the line, we've got guys like Brimson there with 37, but yeah, not too much to say there. Opacek 34, so that's kind of where he's going to be at from here on in. Peachy went back to playing 56 minutes, did get a, a try assist and a try saver, and only got 33 points. So again, This has happened to him in the past where he scores a 30-odd and then goes and gets a 50-odd the next few weeks, and he has that 45 average. So if you're still holding on to him, I think it's okay to keep that. If you trade him out like we did in our people squad, then that's also okay. Um, I suppose the big news here is for my team and anyone who who owns Fogarty, had five missed tackles uh, and and pretty much compound compound fracture, they reckon, in in one of his fingers, which didn't look very good at all. For him, this wasn't going to be his best game. They were getting beat by the Eels. Obviously, the missed tackles, no real attacking stats, no goals. Uh, So for him, GS not not the best game and then gets injured. So I think he's probably going to be a sell. Looks to be somewhere between two to four weeks. Um, Yeah, you could hold him. I'll be tempted to. He has gained a fair bit of cash the last few weeks, so he won't lose too much in this one because his average has been really high. But... Yeah, it'll be a little bit annoying uh to trade him out and if he's out for a couple of weeks like someone like To Harris was, then, then you get him back and, and if we're all running out of trades then you know he's probably worth holding if that's the case. But we'll find out more in the next few days and and we'll be able to uh mention that on this show and, and help you guys out with, with that one and I'll obviously be telling you what I'll be doing with my team as well. Um heading down the line, there's not really too much else to say in this game with the Eels and the Titans. So we'll move on to the manly game uh with them and the dragons. So obviously DCE was a late out for this one. I predicted, you know, with him playing a few different things, but I said thirty to twelve was going to be my sort of scoreline, and it was fairly close to that. So, if uh, hopefully my my little preview on that one helped you, I did also say that would, uh was was a good chance of scoring a try, and he did. He had an awesome game. Uh, the other two guys I mentioned was Garrick. I thought Garrick and um and also Saab on the on the wings would uh, would be able to get some tries there, but uh, their roles changed so. Yeah, especially, I was saying the start was going to be a little bit more early ball with DC out there, but that didn't happen anyway. Um, Olakuaatu seventy-one, so going to be that up and down scorer. Had a really awesome game with a try assist and a try. Yeah, we can't really complain with with how he performed. And it was great to see Schuster back. Uh, he was he was special, and I, feel, I know a lot of people like myself in that situation were like, "Well, who do I trade out?" It was Lucy Leilua, Schuster, CHN, and and all all of them played really well. So um, I think. Lucy was probably the lowest, I think, in the end. But, yeah, I was happy I kept Schuster. He moved into the seven role and covered DC and did really well. So he's going to make some good cash. He's a great option as a dual position player, uh, covers both positions and, and could be used as a as a bench player, a bench scorer, for sure. Uh, he's probably scoring a, a lot better than yeah, most of our guys that we have in our team at the moment, so that's that. Um, Garrick just c- continues to perform. Obviously, the more time he spends at one, the better he's he's going to be. 10 tackle breaks, six goals, 170 meters. You can't really, you know, complain with that. No real negative stats at all. So Garrick just continues to deliver. Well, well done to anyone who owns him. Um, hopefully he can have, can do that for the rest of the season for you. Foreign did really well controlling the tempo in this game without DCE. So his, uh, his numbers will go down a little bit, but that's completely okay. He's not a, he's not fantasy relevant. Maguire wouldn't be touching McCulloch if you're still owning him a, a lower score, but you know, four missed tackles for him is a little bit, you know, under uh, over what he'd normally be, but yeah, you know, can't say too much on that one. Bird actually kicked goals in this game with um who's who's been kicking the last fund weeks? Someone told me in the in the um, in the comments anyway. Uh we've got a line break and a try assist, three goals. Yeah, just did a bit of everything, so he, he went really well for 47 to to help our our centers out. Uh Bellin's in there, people ask me if he's an option. I don't think so. I think he's too expensive and, and you know the big minutes is great, but will that continue? I'm not exactly sure. If you picked up Marty to you you're getting a few weeks in a row of of, of mediocre scores with just no tack, no attacking stats. So if you can get back to that, he'll do well. Um obviously the better man they go, then you know the more the more you know forward they can get, uh, the better he'll be able to go as well. Um with sort of the broken defensive line out there. Uh, Harper did well, 42. Sloan got a got a nice try there, I think it was his this was his second in his two games, so what on to him. Croker with the lowest score, he's probably almost ready to trade him out now, I'd say, for sure um seems he did okay benny hunt was sort of the one this week that you know i <laughs> had a few comments that people were like oh thanks for making me making me pick ben hunt and and for feeder as captain or pick them up this week i was like all right mate um you are allowed to make your own decisions i'm just suggesting um and this was his second lowest score of the year and the other one was when he was injured so um guy's allowed to have a bad game i'd say <laughs> um as a half, you know, didn't had hundred and forty five kick meters, which is nothing compared to normal. Still ran the ball, just had a bunch of negatives. He's got what, twelve in negatives there? No, no real um no attacking stats, not many tackles, just a nothing game for Benny. Um after a big week, you know, did so well in origin, so his performance in that only cemented his position as one of the top players in NRL fantasy, so He'll come back. Um, hopefully, he still had a good week with him in the team. Like I'd improve ranks myself. So, yeah, next week he'll come out and get seventy, and we'll be yeah, will be cheering. So that's that. Um, Lawton, if you own him, he's coming off the bench now. I think you need to trade him out. Uh, Normal, it's one of his lower games of the year. Actually, you know, he's been averaging over fifty, so that hurt him. Uh, other than that, Jason Saber, if you own him, got a four after his you know, very low score last week, and Willie Army with uh, twenty one minutes for negative five. So that was a bit of a shocker. Um, but yeah, guys, that's the that's the first two games of the week. Uh, let me know your thoughts on those two. If you know, there's any players in these two teams that you're sorry, these four teams you're worried about. Uh, if you had any further questions on if I didn't elaborate enough, please let me know. Please hit like, subscribe. We'll catch you in the next few. See you, team. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.